Shalom. Our discussion tonight is go, is about a a responsum of the Chasm Sofer. Uh, we're titling it the Shochet's prank on the Moel because that is literally the topic of of the tshuva. It is Chasm uh, Sofer Choshen Mishpat Kuf Ayin Vav, um, and uh, it is a very uh, uh, striking case. Um, almost embarrassing that 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 one of our people did such a thing you'll see what it what it is in a moment um and um we'll we'll also see i think a classic uh structure of a silent shuva the case uh the issues uh the sources and the and the halachic ruling so without further ado let's move to the um to the chuva itself the I'll make this a little bigger. Um, oops, that's a little smaller. There we are. Okay, should fill the screen. The um, some of it we'll read inside, and some of it we'll uh, we'll 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 summarize. Uh, one of the uh, uh, two comments initially. Most, no, many Shilas and Shivas are directed towards other Rabbanim because, because Rabbanim uh, uh, wrote to the, to the Chasim Sofer, the Notab Yehuda, or Rabbi Kiveger, or, or, or whoever, uh, about, about Shilas that came to them uh, that they weren't able to, to, to have the correct answer for. So this particular one is, is from a Rav. Uh, uh, and that's the second thing I wanted to comment is, is the, the wonderful way that the Chasim Sofer has of 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 referring to all these great people, and and the uh, from the beginning to the end, Shalom v'chol tov li didi arava muflag ve'amufla, my friend, the muflag, which is an extremely special rav. And Mufla, wonderful Rav, Kvod Moreno Rav Shlomo Neroyair Av Beiti Nikal Kodesh Helishtobe, Helishtobe, which is a place I have never heard of until today. Now, um, he writes um, that he 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 got the letter about a shochet, and I'm actually surprised that we actually have his name, uh, Michal Rob. A shochet, and I, I was thinking about that. Why did the Chasim Sofer mention his name? Um, but uh, uh, it could be uh, that part of uh, publicizing his evil doing might be perhaps a, a kapor for him. I don't know. I don't know. I was a little surprised by that. So uh, this shochet, Bikfarachat, he was in a certain village. And he met a certain honorable person, a certain mechubadika person, Kavod Harav Michael Pashkiz. That was his name. Mikilaso, from his congregation. Uh, uh, excuse me, Mikilaso de Malasa, because from your congregation, meaning from your community, meaning there was uh, this Michael Pashkiz was in the Rav's community, and this Shochet, Michael Rav, met this Michael Pashkiz. And he made fun of him. Meaning he 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 as a joke as a prank, 
he said shelter we still shall shochet ben zachar that the shochet had a had a male son vishemachabdo bemitzvah smilas beno and he's honoring this michael paskes with 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 doing the bris mila on his son why did he honor him on that bishar yada hamahasel the 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 joker the prankster knew he knows that he's very makbid on this mitzvah. You know, again, nowadays, uh, it usually goes uh, such that that there are certain professional moalim and uh, and people go to them. Um, here, it sounds like many more people would were able to do bris milah than than nowadays. Anyways, this mechol he knew it was very. Uh, uh, for Mitzvah was a very uh, uh, person had a special connection to the mis- to this mitzvah, and he said yes. Over last Sunday, Nasara Michael Arba shows. So this again, it's two Michaels. There's there's Michael Rub, who's the Shochet, and Michael Pashkis, who's the Moel. So this the second Michael traveled four hours. From from his own community, Lakfaru, to that neighborhood, to that to that little village, and it turns out that the guy lied to him. she gave birth to a daughter. So the shochet's wife gave birth to a daughter, and this fellow shows up to do the mila. The It was a joke, and everybody's eyes. This guy shows up to do a bris mila on a daughter. Well, it's hilarious. Um, I said this over to the guys in our shul, and. They just couldn't understand what possible joke this was. Uh, and I, I see they weren't exposed to enough uh, cruel uh, humor of of the world of comedians. So, so uh, Baruch Hashem. So, so uh, it was, so it was, it was a big joke. And so this Michael is like, is like, is like, what now? Uh, now, Samachay, I wasn't sure what that means. Uh, is that uh, a Hungarian town called Semihaili or something like that? I don't know. I don't know what the Samachay is. So he's, whatever the case though, he's asking, should the Shochet be um, deposed, removed? From his craft, will he now lose his job as a shochet because of that act? Omalasot, or what? What? What is to be done with him? Okay, so that's the case—a very uh, extreme kind of of case. Um, certainly, something worth making a Musar movement over. Now, stage number two: What are the issues? What's the shaila? So obviously, this Michal Rub was not asking. Can I do this prank on, on, uh, on my, uh, on this shochet, on this moel? Excuse me. Uh, it was like in Chappelle's, the Purim spiel jokes had to be approved by, by. It was always of Joel Cohen uh, that had that function to approve the Purim spiel jokes. So here, uh, the prankster is not asking any shylas. So, so what are the issues? There's two dinim here. There's a monetary issue, and there's an issue of causing pain through words. Ona'a. Now, background. There's there's two kinds of ona in halacha. One is called onas mamon, and the other is called onas dvarim. 
Onas Mamon is involves things like overcharging. Uh, it's probably used as a general term for 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 uh, for cheating, but Onas Dvarim is causing pain to people through words. The classic examples given in the in the uh, uh, sources are. Uh, telling about tshuva, zechor rishonim. Remember the stuff you used to do, or telling a a, a gear. Remember, remember how is it that the 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 same mouth that ate nevelas and trefas is now is now learning to read Torah. So those are considered. Um, that's considered uh, extremely uh, 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 negative speech causing a person pain through words and obviously all sorts of of uh obnoxious comments and and all that is included in onas dvare um and because he caused pain to his friend through words um the now the the uh the source for about about uh about uh onastavari just a moment beautiful by the way have a look at have a look at the source that that uh, that ariel quoted in the in the in the chat uh, that's a pasuk. maybe i'll read it uh while we're at it that's a it's a it's a nice there's uh whenever cruelty is excused as just a joke, I think of the following verse in Mishti Mishle. Yes, ye uh uh that, that's, in from Nechon Mamre. Right, right. Uh Kimitlala Yurechitzim. Oh okay, all right. It, the Mamre. transfer from but I'll read it in English. As a madman who casts uh firebrands, arrows, and death. And and he says, I'm just joking. So is the man that deceived his neighbor and says, Am I not in sport? Uh, I think that Pusik, by the way, is is attributed to uh in the Medrash to y- y- Ishmael, who was who was shooting arrows at uh at Yitzchak, and he was saying, Kimetzachek, I'm just I'm just joking. It's just a joke. Um a deadly joke. So uh so now, those are some of the cases, but there's one of them that is very similar to this case. There were uh, donkey drivers that were looking for some grain. Go to so-and-so. He goes and he sells and You know that the guy never doesn't sell at all. So that's a very similar prank. It's saying, uh, go to X for purpose Y and and that person is not involved in that purpose. So here, go to Kfar, go to a certain village for purpose Y, which is doing a bris milla, but there's no but there's no bris milla to be done there. Um, welcome, Avi. Now, so the the uh, so the Shulchan Aruch Paskins that this very straightforward source as Onastvarim. And Chazal talked about donkey drivers that were just there. They were anyways there to buy Tvua. He didn't cause them any loss. It was just, it was just, you know, please tell me who, 
who is the one who is who is selling the tua um and uh and uh the and yet still because because he led them astray oh go to so and so and he sells it and so he 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 caused pain to these donkey drivers and the pain was caused by his speech so even through that he's he he transgresses uh lotunu lotonu um similarly there's a very interesting agarita uh which is worth addressing individually, uh, you know, especially uh, individually the the Agatha, but just in in our for our context, uh, there was a certain Gentile who was bragging that he went up with uh, uh, with the Jews for Korban Pesach, and he got a and he got a whole he got a whole Korban Pesach that he pulled the wool all over over their eyes, and he he ended up having a Korban Pesach. He masqueraded as a Jew, so uh, so Rabbi. Uh, so Rebutabamasera said to him, Rebutabamasera, who apparently was a little older, that's one of the things that he wasn't bringing. He wasn't going up to the base of Migdash himself for for uh, for for Pesach to offer the korban Pesach that year, and so he said he said to this Gentile, he said, "Did they give you the tail though?" He said, "No, they didn't give me the tail." So ask them to give them the tail. They should give you the tail. The tail's the best part. So uh, now. We know that the tail is offered on the base on the on the on the altar that's offered on the on the mizbeach. Yet Rabbi Yudah ben Becerra told this uh, uh, a gentile to ask that they give him the tail. So he goes up there, and uh, the gentile goes up to the base of Mikdash on on Pesach to offer this korban Pesach to get a piece of the korban Pesach, and and uh, he says he says I want you to give me the tail. So he says, who told you that? They said, Rabbi Yudabamasera said, I should ask for the tail, for the tail. So now let's read inside. The mighty command, the yada, Rabbi Yudabamasera, in a hotel, team came over, Allah, the Lotonu. They knew that Rabbi Yudabamasera wasn't only saying it as a joke. Because if it was a joke, if it was a Jew, and it was a joke, meaning if it was a Jew who was going up to offer the Korban Pesach, and Rabbi Yudabamasera was telling him, uh, ask for the tail, and it would be something that it would seem to be a very uh, strange or silly request, or or and would probably get get some negative speech over there. So it can't be. They said to themselves, the Chachamim who were there in the base of Migdash, the Kohanim, they said, "Wait a second, Rabbi Yudah ben Maser is not going to not going to do a joke because that would be an avera on Lotonu, on 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 causing pain through words." So he, so they said, "Wait a second, there must be something behind the scenes." And sure enough, they checked in and realized that he was a Gentile. So Rabbi Yudah ben Maser, they said, must be communicating us some special message because this would have been an example of. Onastvarim. So sure enough, this is a similar case to to tell somebody go to so go to so and so and do such and such, and there's nothing that's really gonna be uh such a thing is not gonna be done there. Um let's say he lived in that village and he made fun of him. There wasn't a son there to, to do Mila. He would also transgress this love. And Rabbi 
Gimalena Pargod Noalim. There's three that the that that they uh are barred from having a strong connection with the divine presence. So um this is a hundred percent onastvarim. It's parallel to the case of what they thought, what they knew Rabbi Yudah ben Baser wasn't doing. It's a kalvachomer from the case of the of the chamarim, and and uh, so that's definitely the case. So we've we've taken care of that problem. What about Dini Mamanos? So what do we have here? We have somebody who is hired to do a mitzvah. And he ends up and there's no mitzvah to be done. Now, what's the rule of a worker that is hired to do X and there's no work to be done? So, let's say you hire a worker to do work for you. And there's no work to be done. You say, "Come here." There's going to be uh, there's going to be uh, 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 some uh, watering. You we got to water the field, and sure enough, it rained. Um, again, something that 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 the fellow, let's say, couldn't have known. Uh, I, I, I should construct a good case. So, so, so he says the Chasam uh, Sofer says, "Lo dibru Chazal mi mahatel posheo ma'ane." Chazal weren't talking about a guy making fun, a guy calling workers to come to my place to get a job and then to come, oh, sorry, just joking. We don't have any work for you. So that's, that's Chazal never even spoke about somebody like that, a, a sinner, somebody causing pain. You know what Chazal say in a number of places? We're not talking about Rishoyim. The cases that the Gemara speaks about are for are, are about uh, basically normal people. Um, he 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 didn't um, uh, he didn't really need work for his field, but but it ended up that that uh, he was surprised that there wasn't a need for work. But there's a difference, though. So uh, so if that's the case, you would go to Simon Shin Lamed Gimel Sofsifalo. But this is a different case. Before mitzvah, what about somebody who was who was being called to do a mitzvah? Kigon melamed lifolim beno lilmoni below. What if what if you hire a melamed and sure enough you get there and the child is sick or what have you? Well, that's in sof simen shin lamedalim. That's another simen in shulchan aruch. You have to pay him in full. Why? Now he abbreviates it, but. Somebody like that would rather be would rather be uh, learning than not doing anything. Somebody who's just there, so somebody else might uh, might just prefer to, you know, he wanted to earn the money, but he, but but uh, he, uh, but this this fellow would rather uh, he plugs it in. He would have rather gone and done the mitzvah and come back and gotten the schar for the mitzvah than just sitting at home. Meaning you can't say, listen, anyways, if you were at home, you also wouldn't have done a bris milah. Yeah, but I would have rathered, I planned on getting uh, schar mitzvah today, traveling, 
getting uh, schar for the traveling and schar for the bismillah, and I'm missing out on both of them. So therefore, like the Shulchan Aruch says, you have to pay him in full. How much is Mila worth? Now again, we're not talking where he gets payment for the for the Mila as a as a worker, but rather the schar of the mitzvah Mila, because the whole context, as we said at the beginning, with this was a person who was mahader after the mitzvah of Mila. He likes to do this mitzvah. This is his his pet mitzvah. So how much is that? Asura Zahuvim. That's the sugya which talks about stealing a mitzvah from somebody. If one person uh, shechted an animal and the other per- person ran in and and uh, covered the blood uh, before the first person who shechted was able to cover the blood of his own of his own his own uh, slaughtering. So so you owe him ten zehuvim. Uh, so schar mila. That's the schar of a mitzvah. I don't know exactly how to calculate. There's a machlokas aposkim about it. I did not go into this, but that's that's he summarizes for us that there's a machlokas aposkim, whether there's a set amount or the judges um, use their judgment uh, to determine how much it is. Venerally, the hachshira who so the Chassam Sofer suggests that the amount that he would have to pay would be somewhere in the middle of somebody who actually did it and somebody who just thought to do it and wasn't able to do it. Um, but he says, Now, I was trying to figure out what exactly this is. Here's the story. Uh, a tzaduki came to uh, Rebbe, and he says, I'll prove to you that, that uh, he was a dualist. And he says, I'll prove to you that there are two gods, uh, two, two great powers. It says, Yotzer Harim, um, um, I think I got the Pasuk right. Oh, let me just... Oh, okay. Let me just summarize to Avi. Um, yeah, the case was that a... Uh, for 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 latecomers, if you're coming in, the the case was a, a uh, shochet who uh, wanted to do a prank on a apparently respectable... A fellow who had a certain affinity for the mitzvah, for doing the mitzvah bris milah, of doing a, of doing mila. He was a moel, but it sounds like he would go and do it as a, as his pet mitzvah, maybe even at a different profession. Anyways, so the shochet said, "My wife had a baby. My wife had a baby boy. Please come out to our village and do the bris milah. So he goes out there, and it turns out that his that his wife had a baby girl. Hashem Yerachim. This guy became the laughing stock of the town. This uh, this this moel, and the question of the rabbanim was, is should this shochet be deposed? And uh, the first paragraph determined that the shochet had certainly transgressed the very severe uh, uh, transgression called called onas devarim, which is causing pain to people through words. And the chasam shofar showed us some uh, uh, some. The, the cases in the Gemara and how this case is is certainly 
more severe than the than the Gomorrah's case. Anyways, oh wow, <laughs> very funny. Okay, uh, so uh, now the uh, that would be that would be a prank. Whoa! Now the the uh, now the monetary side. So on the one hand, um, there's two things to pay for. He has to be paid in full for the mitzvah, and he has to be paid in full for the traveling. So, how you calculate the mitzvah? How you calculate the mitzvah should be ten zehuvim, and the traveling should be uh, based on this machlokas haposkim, whether it's the the judges uh, uh, um, uh, use their use their judgment or their or there's a set price. Okay, um, and he says that. It should be the difference between how much a person would have actually done it and how much a person who thought to do it and wasn't able to do it. And now he says something here. And says, so he has a kasha from this story. And I was trying to figure out what the what the kasha was. The story is as follows, that there was a, a certain Sadducee. Um, and and he he did not he was not a believer. Uh, he didn't believe in one God. He was a dualist, and so he quoted a pasuk to show that this is the case. Yotzer harimu vore ruach. You see, there's two different uh, two different big powers in that. But the pasuk, your pasuk, your, your Bible also talks about two different powers. So said Rebbe to this tzaduki. He says, look at the end of the pasuk. The pasuk is Hashem tzvot shemo, Hashem tzvot shemo. That that there's there, that it's God who is the one who is both of these. So so that was a good 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 cash. So the so the uh, the tzaduki said, give me three days and I'll come up with a response. For those three days, now apparently there was something about. Uh, actually, one of one of the svarim I have, and I got it to you here, is by by Reb Moshe Tzuriel, and uh, and uh, he writes how uh, how the uh, how Rabbi Yehuda Anasi apparently thought this was a, this was a big issue of of uh, of Kiddush Hashem Chilul Hashem, uh, and and so he and and anything having to do with the with the tzedukim and these these kinds of debates. Was a touchy issue, and so so he fasted for three days. Each day he fasted. Third day, so uh, after the uh, after the fast, after his his third day of fasting, there's a knock at the door. So Rabbi Yudanasi said to his family, he says, rosh. I'm going to come and eat my meal like Surah Tavra'a. Rosh, and there's there's going to be poison in my meal. In other words, oh my gosh, now it's here. Here's the tzaduki, and he's going to have some 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 pasuk to 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 knock me out. So instead of the tzaduki, it was somebody else. It was another tzaduki, and the other tzaduki says, "You should know that guy." So he he uh, he didn't have an answer, and he it says nafal minagagumes. Literally, it means he fell off the roof and died. Now, it was either some kind of divine punishment or it was he committed suicide. I don't know. Whatever the case, uh, Rebbe said to this fellow, do you want to uh, do you want to eat with me or do you want 40 zahuvi? Now, what's behind that is if that 
fellow would eat with him, he would do Birkas HaMazon. And if you do Birkas HaMazon, so the guest is the one who does Birkas HaMazon. And uh, I think he even, even mentioned there the drink the wine of the Birkas HaMazon. Um, and the, or do you want uh, 40 Zahubim, 40 silver pieces? Now the Gemara has a discussion whether, whether Birkas HaMazon uh, itself is worth uh, 40 or 10. Is it, is, does the payment go by the mitzvah or by the bracha? There's four brachas, but there's one mitzvah. Okay, that's the Gemara's issue there. And uh, and he said that he actually wants to eat and he wants to be part of the suit. He wants to make the bracha. And they say that that family still existed uh, and it was family of Louis or something like that. Some people suggest maybe it's it's uh, it's uh, Julian. Whatever the case, um, the Chasim Sofer said there's a little bit of a kasha from that pasuk. What is the kasha? I wasn't sure, but I but I want to speculate that maybe it was because Rabbi Yehuda Nasi was was offering him either you do the mitzvah or I'll right away give you the money for for the mitzvah. Um, and it wouldn't be anything like this uh, uh, compromise that he came up with. But I have to say, I don't really know what the kasha is from the Misa of Rebbe and the Tzaduki. Whatever the case, uh, this Agadita and the Agadita about Rabbi Yudah ben Batera are, are worthwhile looking inside. And uh, and I suggest, uh, certainly certainly suggested reading. Chulin daf peizayin. That's where that is. Um, uh, now, what do we do now? Well, these kinds of fines we don't collect nowadays. That's part of the halachas of fines we don't collect nowadays. So then, well, then it ends up going back to what it says in Simen Aleph, Sifhei, and Sifav. Well, that he should really be in in place of of getting these fines, so he should be excommunicated. There should be they should do a nidui, but that also we can't do because he says our reality is not like that. We don't have the ability to do this in our and I guess in the in the Austro-Hungarian Empire. but there is. Something that 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 they are able to do is is legar shomi beisakneses Those are two of the things which are a little bit extreme. Says says some of the mafurshim that not to do bris to his son to chase him out of the shul. Mikola um, nira le beistin whatever the beistin sees fit to do. Come over he has this this besides the fact uh that in place of paying him uh this fine he should really he should really get this punishment unless he pays the money again you if you pay the money 
So then you won't get this 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 fine. Meaning this is a way of saying like even though the base deed can't force the money because we're not able to be govek knossos, we're not able to to collect fines, but we are able to uh, create some kind of external coercion so that the person has to pay the money. But we can't even do that, the excommunication. However, uh, we can we can depose him from his job in order to induce him to pay the money. Um, plus, he has the love of Lotono. Let's not forget that he also did a despicable act of this prank. So, So certainly we can depose him until he appeases uh, uh, Michael Pashkis, uh, which is the the Moel who's who we played a joke on. Uh, uh, and he has to have he has to do tshuva. Now this is something that we're not so used to nowadays, but it was very much part of the of the world of of Rabbanim and Shilas and tshuvas. I think we mentioned this during Kodesh Elul. Uh, that that people would go to Rabbanim uh, and and get direction for what they can do to get to do tshuva on their on their uh, on their averas. And sometimes they were told to do stuff like fasting or refraining from meat and wine and those kind of things. Nowadays we're a little um, I'm not I'm not familiar with people doing that nowadays, uh, but uh that's part of that's part of what the Chazim Sofer is is saying should do. So this fellow should should do whatever he needs to do in order to get tshuva for his chutzpah and and ona. There's a fine in the background that we should induce him to pay. Plus he did this low tono. So there's certainly grounds for deposing him. I agree to to depose him. And now this is I think a very, very important line. He just covers all his bases. Im kiblu beistin tainas at studying. If the beistin uh, accepted the evidence from from both sides, v'am tolotam, and they listened to their, all their excuses, v'im tzata shochet chayav, and they'll find the shochet chayav. Find that the, and it could be the shochet has a good excuse. Maybe the, who knows what. Um, in other words, we have the story as it happened, as reported by the by the Michal uh, Pashkis to his Rav, but we have not yet heard the Shochet side of things, and so says the Chasam Sofer, you would have to do a Din Torah, you would have to do uh, 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 have the have the Shochet be able to to uh, to defend himself in court. Who knows? We're all here. We're hearing the whole thing from one side, as it sounds. This is, you know, if the facts are as such, this is the story. He's 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 finished as a moel uh, until he actually if I says shekinegdo until he appeases uh, Michal Paskis. Um, all this I wrote very hastily. Hine ko devarai ahuv nafshi. These are my words. This is what I mentioned. This. The, the the beautiful lushan of the of the Chasim Sofer, my beloved friend, Pressburg, Peybet, Yom Bet, Ervros Chodesh Nisan, Tuf Kuv Tzadihe, Leprat Katan, that's five thousand, that's Prat Kat, that's five thousand, and the Prat Katan of it, 
you know, besides the thousands is, is, uh, it's 5595. We're now in, in, in 5784. So it's a little, uh, less than 200 years ago. Moshe Hakatan Sofer Me Frankfurt to Maine. That's how he signs it. Anyway, so that's the, the case, the Shochet's prank on the Moel, uh, the issues, Onas Dvarim, and Dini Mamanos. And the grand question is, should the Shochet be deposed? Um, the uh, uh, the sources, their sources about uh, about Onastvarim, and their sources about uh, a worker who was or not, or, sorry, somebody who was going was supposed to go to do a mitzvah and then didn't do it uh, for whatever reason, and uh, and 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 how the how the uh, Balabais has to compensate for that, and then finally his ruling that uh, he has to comp- he has to uh, appease. Uh, first of all, there should there must be a din Torah. You must be hear out both sides. But if it ends up being as as stated, so uh, given that we're not able to impose knasot, we're not able to impose fines. We're not able to do a nidui, but then we can depose him until he from his from his job until he he appeases uh, Michal Pashkis. So that's the uh, that's the tshuva of the chasam sofer. Once again, choshen mishpat kuf ayin. Vav, uh, uh, a very uh, um, uh, striking, striking case.